Match Saliva and you're listening to the Road to Freedom Pod. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Match Saliva. And today is Thursday, July 22nd, 2021. It has been a busy day. I've had a lot going on with work and it was just, it was crazy. There was a lot going on. A lot of things I had to get prepared for, a couple of projects I'm working on. And then a big kind of assignment was sprung on me today that I had to get done for tomorrow. So I had to get that completed and stuff too. But Either way, I managed to get away for my hour of lunch and been reading a new book and I actually started it last night. It's kind of crazy how how a lot of these books have transformed the way that I think about business and the way that I run my business. And I finished Traction yesterday, which I'd highly recommend just because it's such a good, good system for running a business. And then I started reading this other book called Profit First and it's about making your money and actually making money in a business. And, and a lot of us think a lot of the time that we make money in a business, but then when you run the numbers and you look at how much money you're taking away and then you look about where it is and how much you have in your bank account, there really isn't that much money that you take away for yourself and then that the business profits in addition. So it's kind of an interesting book. There's a whole system that I think he's gonna lay out. I'm only a couple of chapters in, but it seems like it's going to be a really, really key book for me. And I've heard a lot of people talk about it as being a really, really good way of getting their finances and running their accounting system. So that's the next thing that I've been working on. And I also got the opportunity to interview ABA last night. So let's talk about that a little bit because that's a new thing for me and probably a new thing for, for all of you. And we can talk a little bit about what sort of things went, like what I talked about, sort of questions I asked, things like that. Hopefully give you an idea of what the interview was like so that if you ever want to interview a VA for your own business, you kind of have a rough idea of how I did it. So. This is what I did. I managed to I managed to get a couple people to apply to the job that I put up on Upwork, and a few of them stood out to me. So I reached out to them. I said, "Hey, you seem like you have a couple of the skills that I'm looking for. Would you be able to do a video interview?" And when I went to do the video interview, I realized there were a couple different options for that. There was a video interview through Upwork. So I guess they have their own like video communication system where they can do a video call through their own like servers and stuff like that. That was nice, it actually had pretty good quality and when I jumped on the video call, the woman was from the Philippines and I didn't like lose her at all. It was pretty clear quality. I had really, really good like audio and the video was clear, it was easy to, to understand and there wasn't any choppiness or anything like that. So overall good call, call, good call quality and then there also was the opportunity to do a Zoom meeting, which I mean Zoom's just like kind of the standard right now. Everybody uses Zoom for working from home and things like that. So it is one of those things that you can do that as well. So either way, I would recommend it. Both sides work pretty well and I just ended up using Upwork because it was a little bit easier and I, I had already known they had an Upwork account because I was communicating with them on Upwork. So that's why I used it. It was a little bit easier to coordinate that way and, and a lot less a lot less moving parts in that, in that sense. So that's what I did for that. I ended up setting it up for 8 p.m., which was nice. The Philippines are 12 hours ahead of where I am, so they're already in the next day and it was 8 a.m. there. So. I ended up doing a call with her like right in the morning and she was super nice. It was it was interesting because she had she was kind of like, hey, I have a couple of kids, I wanna work from home. And I started giving her a few questions, just basic stuff. I asked her about what she who she was and why she wanted to have a virtual assistant job. And that was basically what she told me. She said, I have, I have a couple of young kids that I've just recently had within the last year. I've been looking to transition to working from home. I used to be a registered nurse and then I moved into some real estate stuff and now I wanna work as a, a virtual assistant from home. And as I got talking to her more, I asked her things about what other VA work have you done in the past and 
what sort of systems did you use in that job that you had? It turns out she had actually worked for somebody as a as a eBay lister. So she would go through, she would do research on SEO, on title op- optimization. And I have my own sort of way that I like my titles to be done. And it seemed a lot like the guy that she had worked for previously also had a way that he liked his stuff done. So she asked me how I would train her. And it was just a good back and forth conversation about how, how she worked and what sort of things she had done with him. And it seemed a lot like she had done, she said she focused primarily on used clothing and used shoes, which was interesting. I guess that that was just a used clothing seller on, on eBay. And I do a lot more of just like everything, which is kind of good and bad. Good in the sense that I can sell a lot, but bad because it's not a great way to niche down and really focus in on a few products. That makes it very difficult for somebody to learn because they have to not just learn how to do a set of products or a set of categories, they're having to do multiple categories in all sorts of different sectors. And it's just, it can be a little bit confusing when you're starting out. So I've been trying to figure out how I'm gonna convey that to them. And I basically talked to her a little bit and said, hey, I don't so I don't sell in only those two categories and, and I don't really even sell a whole lot of used stuff. I do mostly new stuff. A lot of new shoes would be similar to used shoes, except you'd have uh, different pictures just because there'd be a box and stuff like that. And then I do a lot of, of other things that are just one-offs where you're you're only getting it one time, you're gonna sell it for that time, and then you're done. Maybe that's the only time you use that category. It's a little bit more difficult, but I didn't think she'd be having a hard time trying to figure it out because she seemed like she'd already done some research for this, this other eBay lister. And we got to talking a little bit about some of the specifics of, of tools that she'd used. And it turns out that there's a lot of VA courses. I didn't know this, but there's courses for learning how to be an eBay assistant for a virtual assistant. There is a course for how to be an Amazon virtual assistant that does sourcing and figures out what sort of products are doing well. There are courses for using bookkeeping and, and being able to be a bookkeeper for somebody for a virtual assistant. There are there are courses for everything. And it was cool because I, she had obviously had some training. She seemed like she knew what she was talking about. and. I had asked her a little bit about like what her previous rate was when she worked for the other person. It said she earned a couple hundred bucks, and that's not a ton for Upwork. I, a lot of people have earned like tens of thousands of dollars on Upwork, but when I asked her that, and she said she had started out making twenty-five cents a listing and then moved up to, I think she started making around forty cents a listing, and she said she'd increased her skills in listing. She'd gotten pretty good at it, and I went back and just calculated the numbers. I mean, in order to get to the amount of profit that she had made on Upwork. She would have had to do like well over three to four hundred listings, uh, just eBay listings, and that's a lot. I mean, that is a lot of listing. I don't even know how many I've done. I don't think I've done. I, I've obviously done more than that, but it's still that's a decent chunk of listing. If you're doing that much listing, I don't care what it is, you have a very good feel for the eBay listing process. So that made me feel good. I mean, even though she hadn't earned a ton of money on Upwork, it was still a good indicator that hey, if she's earning this much per listing, she's still getting, she's still getting reps in. Like she's still doing the the listing. And, and getting it done. And by the time I figured out, I asked her how often, how, like how fast can you list an item? And with the times that she gave me, I ended up paying her somewhere between $2.40 an hour to $3.50 an hour. So like really, really cheap. And and it's it's crazy because you think about that and you go, that's nothing, that's nothing for a year. But you gotta think about it within the context of where they're making their money at. The people that are making this money are, are in an area of the world where it's not that easy to make money and you're oftentimes providing them an awesome opportunity by doing that. Uh, just talking with Zach, who I'm gonna have on the podcast at the end of the week, he was saying that one of his VAs told him that they worked all day at a fast food restaurant in, in the Philippines. They worked for a 12 hour shift and made $6 a day, which is incredibly low. I mean, that is that is 
absurdly low compared to what you make here in the U.S. And and obviously living costs are different there and things like that. But when you think about it on a world scale and how much money these people are making, it is really, really like meager makings for, for them compared to what the rest of the world is making, like people in Europe and people in America compared to some of these other countries. And when you're providing them an opportunity to make roughly the same amount they would make in a 12-hour shift in only two hours, it's like a, it's a no-brainer, right? They're, they're definitely going to do that. It's easier. They can work from home. And sometimes they enjoy it. Sometimes they have a goal in mind of what they're trying to do. And it's obvious, like a lot of the time, it's a better opportunity than they'd find anywhere else. So that's kind of the, the process or my thought process through thinking about that. And it helps me out too, right? Obviously getting labor that is is very good at what they do, but also a little bit of a reduced cost to what you get in the US is just super nice because it helps you scale a little bit too. So that's what I was looking at. I talked to her a little bit about what her listing process was like. Then I also discussed how often she'd be able to come and do listings for me. And it was nice that she suggested doing it as a listing by listing basis because listings obviously don't sell. But if I'm trying to do it hourly, you're not motivated to list if you have an hourly rate. And I would like to do it hourly at some point because you need to pay people hourly just just unless you can work out a really good rate with them per listing. But obviously, when I start to get a VA that's doing a really high amount of listings and I have a lot of listings to go up, it'll probably benefit me more to do an hourly wage versus a, a just a listing by listing basis. But for right now, it's good because I can, I obviously don't have a consistent stream of, of listings coming in, but I do know that as I start to source more and I have more time freed up by obviously getting this VA thing off my plate and getting somebody to do my bookkeeping for me and getting somebody to do my listing for me and stuff, as I work out those systems and as I get those things moved off of my plate, that opens up more time for sourcing. And as I learn how to source more, I can obviously bring on another VA to do that for me. That opens up more time for me to grow my business or or more so work on the business aspect of things while these other people are doing the things that don't necessarily help the business or promote the growth of the business or keep it a healthy business, right? Sourcing, sourcing is like the most important part of reselling and even it's not the most impactful part of a business. It, it is it is very, very important and obviously you need it to make money, but if you're not working in if you're not working on your business and you're only working in your business, you're gonna get stuck and you're gonna be kind of limited by what you can do. So that's why you need to be able to have people that can come in and work for you, be able to hire people and things like that. And it just never it, like it never occurred to me that this would be something that I could do, but that's what my focus is right now. Getting somebody brought in, getting them trained up, hopefully learning like how they work and stuff like that. I, I really had a good interview experience last night with her and I thought this lady who has these two toddlers running around like crazy, it was kind of funny. They kept running around a couple of them, like a couple times they came on the camera and waved and said hi. And obviously she's a mother. She's like kind of stressing out because her kids are running around like maniacs and they were young and it was just, it was interesting. I mean, it was cool because you could see like her actually kind of in her home and, and what it must be like to work with kids at home and stuff like that. But it was cool because it's an opportunity for her that she probably wouldn't have otherwise, right? It, she said that she had recently started up an Amazon course to be able to learn how to source on Amazon, which is very convenient for me because I need somebody that would be able to do that in the future as I want to move more towards doing some Amazon and then doing some Facebook marketplace. And she just seemed like she'd known a little bit about what she was doing now that comes with a grain of salt because a lot of times people seem like they know what they're doing or they seem really good they have a nice like outer layer i guess and then when you start to actually use them in their job 
they they aren't as good. They they don't actually perform as well as you thought they would. So it is interesting. I'd like to see how that ends up working out. But from what she said, I mean, I wasn't paying an over like a, like a ton for her to do the work that I needed her to do. It seemed like a listing by listing basis. And it seemed like she had some free time. She didn't have a ton of free time, but right now I don't need somebody that has a ton of free time. It'd be a good learning experience for both of us. She'd be able to learn how to, how to list some new products. I'd be able to learn how to work with the VA. How, what sorts of things do I not have set up that I need to have set up? What sorts of things do I need to either purchase or put into my business in order to make things easier for her? And I even was able to ask her, what did your previous employer do? What, what of other employers that you've had through Upwork done that have, that have done eBay listings, what have they had you do to be able to make things easier for you? And she gave me a lot of great ideas, a lot of things that, that she did. One of them was that she used Dropbox, which is what I was planning on using. She said that she had her own VPN to be able to access the US sites. So like Amazon US and eBay US aren't accessible through the Philippines. So she had her own VPN that she could use to remote into those, which is nice. And she just mentioned a few other things that were, that were good ideas. I don't remember what they are off the top of my head and I can't look at it right now. But overall, just a good experience. When I looked at the numbers and I thought, okay, you're telling me I could pay somebody $3 an hour to do my bookkeeping and pay somebody 40 cents a listing to do my listing for me. That seems like a win, especially if she's even like half as good as me. Like I could figure out the rest of the stuff, but if it's going to save me time and effort and I could train her up to be maybe three quarters to like 80% proficient at what I would like to be at for myself, that's a win. That's a huge win. So We'll see. I mean, that's really what I'd like to move into is getting some more people to work on some of that stuff for me, allow me to be able to open up some time and then be able to grow my business, be able to grow the products that I'm looking into, be able to ultimately run my business without having to be there. And then that opens up a whole, whole new slew of things to get into. I, I could start a new business. I could work on other areas of my business that maybe need to have a little bit more work on them instead of in them. Or I could even do something completely new and, and like I said, have a new business. It really depends. I mean, once the business is running and, and very healthy, it depends on how much I want to grow it versus go and look at something else. So either way, though, I would like to talk about this a lot more this weekend with Zach, so I'm probably going to do that. But that's just what my experience was so far, and it seems like it's going good. Now, the one thing is that I do have another interview at, in about 15 minutes from now, which is cool. So as soon as I get home, and I may not even go home, I may stop at my my one like little office away from home area that I've been working in a little bit. I may stop there and do the interview because it does decent Wi-Fi and stuff, but it, it's just nice to be able to have some options. This guy seems like he's going to be a little bit more costly just because he wanted, he wanted like eight bucks an hour, which is way high for, for a virtual assistant right now, especially where I'm at. But the thing is, I mean, if you can bring in a rock star and you're doing really well and this person crushes it, eight bucks an hour is really not that bad. I mean, it's not great. It's a lot of money, but at the same time, if you're making a ton of money and you need somebody to help take a lot off your plate, do some emails for you, be able to respond to customers, be able to do the sourcing for you, be able to do some listing for you, like stuff like that. If you can find a true rock star type of person that just crushes it, that would not be a bad investment for a lot of people. And especially a lot of people that are doing better numbers than I am and making a lot more profit than I am. I mean, eight bucks an hour is still high for a virtual assistant from another country, but when you look at it in terms of your business, it may not be that high at all. You may be actually making a lot more money by outsourcing some of those tasks that aren't making you much money at all and leveraging the better tasks that you should be doing, making more money for yourself. So that's kind of what that's kind of what I'm hoping to do here. But either way, we'll see how this interview goes and I'll be able to catch you guys and fill you in tomorrow with a little bit more information on the the interview that I have today with another virtual assistant. And as far as the interview this weekend, I have an interview with Zach Sodano, super, super solid dude. 
as of right now, I'm planning on doing it on Saturday. I'm probably going to live stream it on YouTube. So find me at Matchalab on YouTube. But if not, then it will appear in my podcast at some point. I just got to figure out how to rip the audio from that and little little things that I need to figure out how they work and stuff like that. But I've never done it before. But I'll, it shouldn't be too difficult to figure it out. I know enough people that do it uh, that have a podcast that also live stream stuff. And I know enough people that have done it I mean, my girlfriend even does it so it's just something that i need to actually look into the mechanics of and figure out how it works and then go from there and set up some sort of thing that i can be able to record the video and record the audio i'll probably throw it on instagram too and just do an instagram live as well It'd be probably worse audio quality but i'll just throw my phone up there too and, and be able to record some video and audio there and put it on instagram live and save it as a video too so either way it'll be cool i'm excited for it it's been a it's been a while since i, I mean i talked to zach the other day and then before that, I think it was like a few months ago. So it's always good catching up with him and talking to him. So you guys will get to meet him and, and see what kinds of things he's been doing with the free selling business. And he's doing some really cool stuff. So I'm excited to bring him in and I will get you guys with me and him in an interview at some point this weekend. So be tuned for that. Stay alert and I will let you know what's going on a little bit more when I get a better idea. So that being said, I'm going to get going. You guys have a great rest of your Thursday and I will talk to you tomorrow on Friday with another podcast. Have a good one. Peace.